podcast cracking lovely people this is the big feed up hq podcast thanks for downloading and welcome along i'm your host matt gardner and i'm a nutritional therapist by trade the podcast focuses on nutrition movement outdoor experiences and it has a ho- over a hundred episodes so far we're supported by 33 fuel who produce natural and powerful sports nutrition products and you can gain 10 percent of your first order with Matt 10 at checkout. The link is in the show notes, lovely people. And if we jump into a few products, first up, their ultimate greens powder. Okay, so it's made up of wheatgrass, pea protein, cinnamon, barley grass, corella, spinach, spirulina, kale, and broccoli. And one of my favorite products is their chia seed energy gels. I use these products on my bimbles, they're awesome. Made up of chia seeds, palm sugar, vanilla, pink Himalayan sea salt brilliant okay so like i said links in the show notes use the discount code and if you find something good i hope it works out well they taste brilliant too so mega right today's show is a solo episode and i'm going to cover some information on different types of nutrition practitioners how to become a nutrition practitioner and a nutrition coach how I got into becoming a performance nutritionist initially, so a sports nutritionist and now a nutritional therapist. And this episode's come about twofold. Firstly, at least every, I don't know, two, three weeks, I'm asked online um, from someone who's studying or someone who's interested or someone who's wanting to change career about how I became a nutritional therapist and a sports nutritionist and also how to navigate through different courses, uh, different career pathways. And also, um, if we look at things through the lens of uh, the obesity uh, campaigns and what the government are promising to do by 2030, some people are going to think about uh, different types of nutritionists, maybe taking a nutritionist on uh, from the corporate wellness side of things. Business might start looking at nutritionists a little bit differently too. So... I just thought I would record this um, selfishly to use as a bit of a soundbite for me to be able to send to people so I don't have to reiterate on email or phone calls or all these kind of things. I can use it as as a really good kind of soundboard to, to get my message across and also to hopefully help you if you're listening and you're interested and you're getting decision fatigue around different types of nutritional practitioners and nutrition coaches, then I hope it helps. Or if you're thinking about studying uh, something around nutrition, different course, or you're thinking about becoming a certain nutrition practitioner or a coach, then I hope that helps too. So let's get into it. I've had quite a few people on the podcast as well. So throughout this chat, I'm basically going to look and highlight a few of those people and and conversations and then you can find all of the guests and all of the episodes that I speak about in the show notes so you can click through you can find these practitioners and coaches you can contact them you could work with them um, or you could just reach out or you could just look at what they do so let's get into things I'm going to start with sports nutritionists sometimes called performance nutritionists okay so to give you a bit of context a lot of these uh, individuals will do undergrads typically in sports science and then may go on to do postgrad courses Uh, the one i did back in 2012 used to be called uh, guru performance the business 
and it was a sports and exercise nutrition diploma. So it was a postgraduate course. So I did sports and exercise science at the University of Birmingham as an undergrad, decided to work in sports nutrition, wanted to work in rugby, picked up an intern role and then studied this course on the side. So fast forward to now, the course is, I think it's called uh, the Institute of Performance Nutrition. I'll leave it in the show notes. And then they have a diploma. I think they also have a master's course. You can do that qualification. You can learn a lot there. They bring in guest lecturers. They have some fantastic tutors. Um, I've actually interviewed one. I'll speak about Stephen in a bit. And um, yeah, you can study that course remotely. Um, everything I speak about here, no one's paying me to talk about it. Um, no one's got in the ear to try to get me to promote things. It's all about me just explaining a few things and then just getting this down and recorded so I can send it to people and hopefully they find it useful and you find it useful. So I went off tangent a bit there. Let's get back into it. So you can study that course and then you can also become accredited with the Sports and Exercise Nutrition Register. So um, the English Institute of Sport will look for that center, the Sports and Exercise Nutrition Register uh, membership. Uh, certain professional clubs may look for that membership. I don't believe you have to have it, but I think it's something that's quite useful. And if you're looking to work in sports nutrition, um, especially with teams or, or you know professional individuals or athletes, it's definitely something to consider. So I've interviewed uh, James Hudson, Danny Weber, Oliver Whitman, Jack Coke, Dr. Bubbs, James Sinclair, Will Gerling, Bo Zies, um, and Stephen Smith. So Stephen is actually a tutor on the IOPN, Institute of Performance Nutrition uh, course that I studied there. So um, go into the show notes, look at some of those practitioners. Um, most of them run their own businesses, so they consult with some sports teams they also work with amateur and professional athletes um dr bubs has a brilliant book out um really useful i go to it at least once or twice a month to reread so everything's in the show notes there so if you're thinking about sports nutrition how to get into becoming a sports nutritionist i hope that's helped and then i've highlighted the episodes and some of the practitioners that i have spoken to on the pod previously okay so if we move more into the public health side of things, there are practitioners called registered nutritionists. So you can do that through the Association of Nutrition. And I've linked uh, in the show notes the courses that you need to then uh, become a member of the Association of Nutrition. So I believe they're looking for a minimum of, of an honours degree level knowledge and understanding of nutrition science. Um, and that's something where you can look at the courses. Um, if you're thinking about working in public health and a few of the other roles that I'll highlight in a minute, then that's definitely something to consider. I've spoken to Jenny Rossborough, who is brilliant. She's the head of nutrition at Jamie Oliver. And I've spoken to Anita Bean, who is a health writer, an author and a sports nutritionist. She's probably one of the most experienced people I've ever had on the podcast She's been honing her craft as a practitioner and a writer for, for years. Um, so it's it's really worth maybe listening to both of those episodes or just generally looking into to, to those two individuals. Um, I went onto the Association of Nutrition's website and I looked up some of the uh, job roles. So you could work in academia. There's, there's roles around uh, professor of nutrition, senior lecturer in nutrition, 
public health nutritionists, consultant in public health, research and development managers. Uh, there's lead nutritionists for sports clubs. So uh, I believe registered nutritionists can look into that, but they might have to have other qualifications in, in sports nutrition. Um, so that's definitely something to consider. So often um, if, if I kind of put a broad brushstroke across these types of nutritionists work in industry, they might work in, in um, you know, food policy, in public health um, and for businesses, helping them with the nutrition side. Um, so that's something to consider. So I'm not saying they don't work with individuals around health concerns or body compositional change or things like that. I think typically uh, they, they maybe tend to work in, in industry, in food policy um, and maybe a bit in corporate wellness and things like that, too. So that's something to consider. I've highlighted Jenny and Anita there. So, um, yeah, have a look. If we go more into the clinical side, so in hospitals, we have dietitians. So they are registered under the British Dietetics Association. And I've linked to the show notes there, to the show notes. I've put a link in the show notes to the BDA. And you study at undergrad and I assume you go on various placements and you move around different uh, hospitals, you move around different sectors. I had a really good conversation with a dietitian called Fran Waldock. So again, that's in the show notes. Um, we teased out a lot of information there and I learned a boatload. I learned about how dietitians work closely with speech therapists. So it's really something to consider. Um, if you're if you're looking to to work as a dietitian, definitely listen to that. So it's around the treatment side of things, working in hospitals, working in the NHS. Um, taking it slightly further, I've also had a conversation with Renee McGregor. So I believe Renee started as a dietitian, but now she is a, a private uh, sports and eating disorder dietitian. So she established her own business. She's also a writer. So I think she had uh, started in uh, the NHS. Um, hopefully I'm getting this right, Winnie, if you're listening to this. Um, if not, then let me know. Um, but then has, has come out and, and is doing her own thing, um, has, has written a load of books and, and now works in, in the endurance space, uh, works in the kind of health and hormonal space with with runners and active people so um, go and check her out listen to the conversation and I'm sure Rini will be happy or her team will be happy to talk to you a bit more about how she transitioned into starting her own business um, if we move into nutritional therapists so that's something that I qualified in 2018 so if we reverse back a little bit um, I started as a sports nutritionist and performance nutritionist in 2012 and I just thought there was a bit of a gap. There's always going to be a, a gap in my knowledge base, um, but I, I thought I was quite kind of confident around the fitter, faster, stronger, fuel for the work required type stuff in sports nutrition. Obviously, every day is a school day. When you take on clients, you learn so much, etc, etc. But I wanted to do nutritional therapy because it was just completely different to um the the stuff I'd started in in sports nutrition and and I was kind of really passionate about in sports nutrition and and reading and learning all the time so I went and studied at a college in London there's various places to study nutritional therapy it's generally if you do it I think uh, the fast track is 3 years so I did uh two weekends a month at the college of naturopathic medicine 
again i've got no favoritism around um the these these colleges and these places there's one down in richmond um i think there's also one just outside of london i'll put everything you need in the show notes and it's it's up to you to consider these things to read and research so i spent two years there um a lot a lot of uh, lectures and some nutrition science some kind of n equals one point of view information from uh, lecturers and speakers and things like that over there at the college in king's cross and then the final year you um, basically do a lot more one-on-one work with with uh, uh, pretend clients so your classmates bring people in uh, i would bring people in and and work with them and, and conduct consultations and things like that so i enjoyed doing that course at the time because I got to practice these things. I got to take some of the theory. I got to take some of the information I learned about how to conduct a consultation and then actually practice it, get feedback from the lecturer or someone who had, who had done the course and, and, and was working as a nutritional therapist for a few years. And then and then you can tweak things and, and you also have to put a bit of a case study together. You've also got to put various um, kind of bits of written work and things like that together. So you come out as a nutritional therapist you can register with the British Association of Nutrition and Lifestyle Medicine. So that's BANT, that's in the show notes as well. So if you're interested in that, have a look. Um, I'll, I'll put a link in for the courses and things that BANT recognise. And typically nutritional therapists work one-on-one with clients. So around health conditions, around uh, body compositional change, uh, various things so for me I'd say I specialize in sports nutrition so working with a lot of active people um, amateur athletes and and uh, kind of everyday athletes as I call them um, and people just wanting to lose a bit of weight feel better on the bike uh, feel better running sometimes competing in triathlons trail runs things like that and then the other side of things will be uh, the health span side so um, uh, I work for Nuffield Health part-time and a lot of those consultations will be around just discussing nutrition to support blood sugar, nutrition to support lipid profile, so cholesterol, uh, nutrition to support energy levels through the day, things like that, how someone can kind of uh, feel better and live longer if they're 40s, 50s and 60s and, you know, really feeling the pressure. Um, because I work in medical centres and gyms in London, often it's it seems to be very heightened uh, the stress, the pressure in the individuals and people I work with. So some of the consultations aren't all around losing body fat and they're not all around getting faster on the bike or in the pool or uh, running. You know, a lot of them around how do I just feel better at the weekends with my kids? How do I not uh, fall asleep all the time, mid-afternoon, etc., etc. So that's, I'd say, what I specialise in, uh, the sports nutrition side, the kind of health span side, the concentration side. And I've got some brilliant colleagues um, in w- w- within that, that organisation who specialise in female hormonal health, who's, who some of them specialise in nutrition for cancer, um, some of them specialise in nutrition to support the liver, nutrition to support blood sugar, nutrition to support um, God, what some of the other ones. Uh, pregnancy and things like that so there's a huge huge scope um, when you become a nutritional therapist to specialize in things that you're interested in or you think there's a bit of a gap in Um, you can obviously open your own clinic if that's uh, bricks and mortar building or online Um, you can obviously work for for businesses and charities so so I have 
um my side of kind of mat garden nutrition very simple i can work privately with individuals um, and then also work as a nutritional therapist for for a business um, and then I've got colleagues that do the same. They do some days for the same business and then they have their own, um, you know, private consultancy on the side. So if you're interested in hearing a bit more from other practitioners, I've, I've interviewed a load. Uh, Louise, Louise uh, from she's one of my colleagues, actually. We, we discussed how she got into nutritional therapy and um, what she specializes in. That's in the show notes. Erica Rodriguez. So she's a nutritional therapist all around skin health. Um, she's based in London, so you can find that in the show notes. Alex Manos, um, God, he, he covers a lot. Functional medicine, nutritional therapy. So if you're interested, get down into the Alex Manos rabbit hole. Uh, Lucy Patterson, we had a really good conversation. She's a newly qualified NT, so a lot of that uh, chat was very fresh about her studies, how she's established her own business called Swell Health. So that was brilliant. Um, Keris Marsden is, is, is one part of Fitter Food. So um, Matt and Keris, they're fantastic. They have uh, online coaching courses. She delivers private uh, nut- nutritional therapy consultations, load of good recipe books, load of good info online. So definitely follow them. Uh, Kat, so she's a nutritional therapist and one part of Health Boost. So we talked all around the menopause um, training. So that links in the show notes too. And a chap called Ray Griffiths. So we went into oh, nutrition to support brain health, depression. Ray's got a fantastic book out. I um, downloaded it on Audible and just listened to it um, instead of reading it. I found that brilliant and you can kind of to and fro in there. So I hope I haven't missed anyone out. Oh, yes. And Phoebe, um, Phoebe Liebling. So Phoebe is, again, a, a nutritional therapist, works privately, has some brilliant recipes, um, always documenting her training the foods and drink products that she gets sent um so yeah she's an interesting practitioner to follow and i think again just takes on a wide scope of clients so um if i've missed anyone i'll make sure i again comb through who i've spoken to and i'll lay in the show notes so we've gone through sports nutritionists performance nutritionists um and the center register i've gone through registered nutritionists via the association of nutrition um and i'll leave some of the individuals in there that i've spoken to and then i've gone to nutritional therapists so uh, that's something i studied and qualified in in 2018 um, on top of my sports nutrition qualification in 2012 and um, there's a big list of uh, various practitioners in there so you can listen to them and dietitians um some more of the the clinical side treatment kind of medicine side um, and, and I'll link to the BDA and I'll link to Fran and, and Renee. So Renee's now working privately and there's a few others. So if you're still with me, brilliant. We've got a couple of nutrition coaches that I've spoke to on the pod. So Mike, uh, Ben Coomber, um, the latest ones with a chap called Will Bolt. So you can study various courses online. I think they're a year um, and you, nutrition coaches typically work in the fitness industry. So that might be a bolt on that personal trainers might do. Um, that might be a bolt on like Will. He has a he has a full time job, um, and and a family, and uh, he wanted to work with rugby players. So he went and studied um, with the oh, BTN Academy. Yeah, that's it. And um, I know there's another. There's a Mac University one there too. So I think they're the two most popular. So that's something to consider. Again, I think you can start your own business there. 
um, typically nutrition coaches work in the fitness industry so there's three good conversations there for you to listen to and uh, the other two uh, different different types of roles and, and individuals I've spoken to more recently Tiffany Afflick so she's a sports nutrition advisor that was a really interesting conversation um, so Tiffany works around recipe development uh, she consults with British Swimming she started there as an in, an intern uh, and now she's an advisor to the lead nutritionist there um, so that was a brilliant chat that's a different avenue um, I spoke to Professor Michael Gleason. so he God, he's he's been a lecturer and researcher for probably longer than I've been alive. Um, God, he's he's got an incredible CV. I was reading his books as a, an undergrad level in two thousand and nine. Um, so definitely look into him. We went things around immunity. He's got various books and things out now. He's he's a, he's a retired uh, professor, but he's still writing. He's still trying to help people. Um, so that's quite interesting if you are keen to get into lecturing or you want to start following someone around immune health and and uh, just you know research first evidence base first and then finally Rachel Muse so Rachel is a performance chef had a brilliant conversation with her and you know that role is becoming more popular too so if you're listening to this if you want to get into being able to cook for athletes or active individuals uh, consultancy chef it's, it sounds awesome. Um, she's very busy. She's very committed. Um, and I think these roles are, you know, really, really coming up as well um, because a lot of teams and individuals, you know, they may, if I'm honest, they may bypass looking, looking for a nutritionist and just getting a, you know, highly qualified performance chef involved to basically create all the food. Um, so, yeah, I hope, I hope you found that interesting. Um, and like I said, I just really wanted to record the conversation because people ask me oh, two, three times a month about how I got into becoming a sports nutritionist initially and a nutritional therapist now. Um, I, I now just call myself a, a nutritional therapist who specializes in sports nutrition um, and, I, and I, I work in corporate wellness generally as a day job. And then on the side, I work in sports nutrition, looking after mostly individuals in the kind of endurance space really um so if you have any questions for me let me know um i generally keep a, a lot of my work and things off instagram i generally keep that for fun um with with what i'm cooking in the kitchen what i'm doing outdoors with with the dogs and out and about with Bryony and things like that too so you're not really going to find too much work related stuff from me on instagram um but i'm always up for a conversation and i'll usually either take it to email or i'll give you a quick buzz um but i hope you find some of the other practitioners useful i hope you find some of the links useful and um yeah really looking forward to hearing if you have any comments if you like the show please share it and i hope it helps especially if you're looking for a nutrition practitioner or a coach or you work in businesses and and, and you're looking to take on someone to come and speak nutritionally or help out or you're in the public health space and you're trying to understand different types of registered nutritionists or nutritional therapists or things like that so it's a resource at the end of the day thanks for listening as always to the pod um i'm closing in on twenty five thousand listens absolutely brilliant um 33 fuels informations are in the show notes it's great that they help me out they've got some fantastic kind of natural sports nutrition products have a great week, lovely people, and we'll speak soon.